first and ten, our final one, until we get to the bowl season. Our good friend Zach Willis. Good evening, Coach. How are you? Hey, Phil. How are you doing tonight? We are doing fine. We're going to go quickly here because our time is short, and we want to get as much out of you as we can. What do you <laughs> think of uh, Clemson, uh, the way they played the other night, and the transition, the new era at quarterback? Well, I think it was a tale of two quarterbacks, and when the young kid came in, or when Klubnik came in there, you know, body language. I noticed body language first when you're a coach. That's something you kind of learn. And you're trained to, to, to look at your team. It's the body language, even on the bench, changed. And obviously, his performance only elevated that, but it was like the old Clemson in that ball game. And really, really a timely uh, entry for that kid into the program, and he did a great job. What did you like most about his performance? What did you see in him? Very clean, very quick, very um, in control of the game. Great footwork. Every, every Everything was really good. Even when he scrambled, he did it right. He took care of himself. Uh, very good runner. I was shocked at how strong his arm is. He has a big time arm. And, and I mean a big time arm. So I, nothing to, nothing to say bad at all. I mean, he really looked like he knew what he was doing. He was very comfortable, and that impressed me the most. All right, so you know <laughs> – you know, the, the second thing out of Clemson fans' mouths, I guess, Saturday night, Sunday morning after, man, it sure was great to win the ACC championship, was why didn't they play the kid against South Carolina when Uyangalele was was struggling so mightily? You think it was because uh, they were still – they were leading South Carolina. They were – you know, they, they had that lead until early in the fourth quarter and, and Dabo and the staff just didn't feel like it was necessary to make the move? Well, they're only down by one point, and, you know, they've made had so many games where they've one point's nothing to a team like Clemson in most cases. This case it was. And I'll, I'll say this, Phil, I've always viewed these changes, you know, in life. I mean, you go through seasons of the year, and, you know, if you plant an orange tree and you put pick that fruit before it's time, you're going to ruin it. And I think that they did a great job of timing when he came in because at that point, you know, Clemson's playing South Carolina tough game. That is a hard, hard position to put a kid like that in. I'm not saying it wouldn't have worked, but I've always believed that sometimes when you're doing things the right way, and I think for the most part Clemson does things the right way with their kids, they know when they're ready. And he, they tried it against Notre Dame. He wasn't ready. Um, and it just, to me, it, it goes back to it's just like Clemson's a farm, a big agricultural school. You've got a harvest time, and, and it was harvest time for this kid. And, yeah. You know, in the ACC championship, not before. I think it was perfect timing. And you can't control everything to all the fans out there. Not even Dabo Swinney, as great as he is, has control over everything. He'll be the first one to tell you. And that's what's frustrating about coaching. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of the defense after giving up that long drive to North Carolina on the opening possession? They went right down the field. Drake made it like he was going to eat Clemson's defense up all night. And then they pretty yeah. much – put the uh, the hammer down on them. What did you see differently with the defense after that first drive? Well, I, I was I was privy to some inside information. But if you were watching the bench, uh, their defensive unit was sitting on the bench, third down popped up. Brzee has his helmet on, waiting to go on for punt team, knowing they're not going to get a completion. Klubnik converts the third down, and you see the whole sideline changing. I was not there in the stadium. I had – people that witnessed it and folks telling me about it and I saw some of it myself and the whole 
the whole team dynamic changed for the better when that first down was converted and when they everything he did from there just built and built and built and it translates because when they talk about complementary football to me complementary football is what you saw in Clemson that they were one guy away from being a great team and they were a great team last Saturday night there's no question about that they'd have been hard to beat with anybody and their defense was back to Clemson defense and they shut down what will one day be probably the overall number one draft in NFL draft Drake May is a phenom that guy's a great player, and they made him look really ordinary after he showed just how good he could be to drive before. All right. Uh, before we let you go, what would you think of the uh, bowl matchup, the pairing for South Carolina, the Gator Bowl against Notre Dame? I, I think any time you can get Notre Dame a, and a chance to beat them, that's a great opportunity. You can really uh, add a, a nice uh, name to your resume, your bowl-winning resume, if you can go in there and beat the Irish in the Gator Bowl. Oh, I think it's a tremendous opportunity for them. Uh, you know, Notre Dame's coming out of uh, northern Indiana. Hopefully it'll be nice and warm that day. They'll melt in the second half. South Carolina's got to play great run defense in this ball game. They need to play like they played against Clemson and Tennessee. If they do that, they're going to have a tremendous opportunity to do exactly what you see because they've got the team and they definitely got the quarterback to do it with. Mm-hmm. Zach, Phil and I are down here at Coastal Carolina tonight for the introduction earlier today for their new football coach, Tim Beck. You've gone through coaching changes throughout your career. What's the difficulty of being the new guy on the block and taking over a football team? What's the biggest challenge right off the bat that, say, Tim Beck is going to face? Well, he's going to have to win over that locker room. Uh, they've done a lot of winning at that school. You know, there's a lot of expectations at that school for that football team to do well, and he's been handed a gold mine. And I think – one thing is don't come in and try to change too much. They're already winning. Just make sure you maintain what's going on and then build on it through recruiting, which the size, sky's the limit. Now, if you're in a losing situation, that's a whole other interview. But with these guys, it's conference championship and then try to get into the top 25 and make some noise there and ascend the ranks because they've got everything they need to do it. As always, my friend, we really appreciate it. Thanks for the insight. Enjoy your holidays, and we'll get back with you uh, in the meat of bowl season. You got it, my friend. You guys take care. Thanks, Thanks Coach. You. Thank you very much.